Give me back tomorrow for taking all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather round the fire, together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground, keep your eye on the prize. Oh, don't turn away, no, don't go back. Next train's coming down the track. Welcome to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. I am your host on the first Friday of the month on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. I will be introducing you to fascinating concepts and giving you unique energy and tools and inspiring guests that you love. Today, I'm excited to first recognize Clint McCoon, who the lead-in song He's a Northwest original, and he's amazing with his music. He's kind of like a Mark Cohen in the music that he plays. And he's very involved in the music community and a great song to represent today. It's called Don't Go Back to Sleep. And the reason why is my guest today is Brenda Michaels. And we're going to be talking about awakening to your soul's purpose. So not going back to sleep is very important. I want to start by talking about Brenda and I. We met years and years ago, and our very first meeting was at a restaurant uh, in Washington. And we met, and it was an instant connection. And we became close friends. And I actually helped Brenda launch her book uh, many years ago. I can't remember even what year that was, maybe 2014 or 2015. And we've remained friends and we've done speaking engagements and many things over the years. And she's just a beautiful, conscious woman who I am so proud to call a friend, a colleague, and I want to introduce and welcome now is Brenda Michaels. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marla. It's just such a pleasure to be here and I'm so glad you're doing a show. That is exciting to know that you're you're doing that now and putting your your voice out into the world. And uh, what you said, uh, likewise, girl, likewise, girlfriend. It was amazing, wasn't it? Do you remember that just instant connection? Yes. You know, when we have those things in common, those values that we hold dear in common, it is it's so easy to just get into a conversation, almost like we picked up where we left off. Yeah, and, and we do that every time. We talk oh. just a few times a year now, and every single time it's like no time has gone by. Right. And, and I think part of that instant connection is kind of a knowing that you have inside yourself, which kind of leads me into some of the topics that we're going to talk about today. The first one that you and I have discussed is we, I have read, and Brenda is now reading, or has just read this book called Whole Brain Living mm. by Jill Bolt-Taylor. Amazing, game-changing book. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say, Brenda? Yes, I love this book. Yeah. So Jill uh, is a neuroscientist, and she had a stroke. And she was a neuroscientist that was studying the brain in regards to the left brain and the right brain. And she had a stroke and she lost all the parts to her brain, except for the one that was remaining was what she called her uh, fourth brain or top right brain. And so instead of seeing your brain as left and right, 
she sees your brain in four quadrants. And so I just want to briefly touch on this because it kind of leads into what Brenda and I are going to really focus on today as far as your soul's purpose. But that upper right brain is like a connection to something more. It's that knowing. But let me start with talking about the brains that we're all very familiar with. And so everybody's familiar with your left brain being logic, analytical, and your right brain being creative. When she breaks it into four, she sees the upper left as that logical analytical, the bottom left as that unconscious subconscious, that voice that talks to you all the time that can lead you astray. Um, the lower right is kind of getting into the being zone, which is a great topic for me to talk about. Um, but it's the present moment. It's like being Buddha and very present and very in tune. And then the upper right is like that higher consciousness connecting you with more than what is the universe, source, God, whatever you want to call it, but it's that deep, deep connection. And so that's kind of my take on the overview of what she's talking about when she talks about whole brain living. Are you in the same thought process? Are you seeing it the same way, Brenda? I am. I really love that in the four quadrants, she broke it down from thinking to emotional. Yeah. And, and one thing that she really makes clear and when you can track it back to emotional issues that were, you know, repressed in the body creates the, the dis-ease or the illness, you really get the connection. She says we're emotional beings and, and we have thoughts. We're not thinking beings and emotional. We are emotional beings that have thoughts. Mm. And so, you know, when you think that thought creates form, a lot of people feel that their thoughts are the first things that recruit the emotion. Right. But it sounds to me like, from what I've read in her book, is that emotional center, the left emotional center is in more the rigid one that you talked about in the brain, the left uh, part of yes. the brain, uh, you know, more cautious, it's more fear-based, it's probably more like the reptilian brain. And then the right emotional brain which you talked about and you mentioned is that beingness that expansive open fearless loves unconditional place and those those particular centers are operating all the time yeah. so does the thought come first or the emotion it sounds to me like the emotion actually brings on the thought and i could be wrong about that i'd love to ask her that but it was just so fascinating to read about this as it relates to the soul that you know we wanted to talk about today but how does it you know we're, we're your audience might be wondering well how does that relate to the soul right right i want to before we move on to the soul in more detail what i'd like to do is just talk a little bit more about these four brains and the reason why is she lost all her brains right yeah. She only had that upper right. And then right. they came back. It took her six years to get her full brain operating again. Mm -hmm. And so first she was in that kind of almost like la la land. I think she called it a euphoric yeah. place. And then when her lower right came in, she started feeling very present and very in tune to everything around her. Mm -hmm. Everything was very expansive and she was in tune to all her senses. So that lower right relates to your senses a lot. Then that lower left 
is um, she calls hers, I think, Abby, uh-huh. because that's the child, you know, the things, that, you know, feeling abandoned or the things that you experienced growing up that impact you, kind of the auto programming in you. Right. Um, and then the upper right. But I think the key thing here is that um, you're talking about whether it's right or left, what she discovered, which is new, I think, to science. They used to believe there was one um, amygdala and one hippocampi, which is where the feedback, the neurons, the information comes into your body. Uh-huh. And so there's one for the right side and one for the left. And so when you're talking about whether it starts with the right or it starts with the left, I think you're right, is my gut. And I'm excited to talk to her too and see what she says or to hear, you know, when we do connect with her, um, is that I believe that when something happens in the world, you feel it immediately. That feeling goes into, if it's very comfortable and safe, I think it may stay more on the right brain. If it is something based on your belief system that's deep inside your cellular memory, it's flipping over to that left side. And that's where you can go into the fear or your reactionary or you're unhappy. A lot of unhappiness, a lot of the things that people struggle with in life is that lower left. And when you learn to recognize it, because it's there for a reason, and it can be very helpful for you to hear it so that you can learn from it and improve. But when you start to operate in all four brains, she calls it a huddle. When you use all four brains together, then you begin to really get on top of your life. And I can actually feel that now in my brain. I don't know about you, Brenda, but I've read this book long enough now, and I talk about it all the time. I'm telling all my clients about it that I actually can feel when I'm upper left, lower left, lower right, and upper right. Yes. And the upper right is buzzing, tingling from my third eyeway all up into my right brain. I can feel kind of that connection, that knowing. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling some of the same things I am? I've been, yes. It's so interesting, and I really like that she named the four different quadrants of her brain. Mm-hmm. She gave them names so that she could... When she is, you know, extrapolating from whichever side of the brain, right, left, lower, upper, she calls that, you know, that huddle. She brings them all together. What she is really, I think, pointing to in this, in, in this whole brain living is exactly what it says, that we live in balance, that mm-hmm. when we are calling on all four quadrants of the brain, we live a more balanced peaceful, um, enriched life instead of living on one side or the other. Exactly. Exactly. And I think most people as a coach and you coach too, and so you're probably very familiar with this, when people are stuck in life or unhappy, I think they tend to be kind of caught up in that lower left and aren't using their whole brain right? and thus struggling in life. And when you make them aware that that voice isn't necessarily the real them. It's what was auto-programmed into them and they can learn from it. And there's parts of it that are very helpful to them. But when they can learn to understand that lower left brain is that voice in their head that goes on. They say we have so many thousands and thousands of thoughts a day and most of them are negative and most of them are repetitive. And so if you think about it, what's happening is they're creating this little neural pathway and they just stay on that same path. Right. And when you can learn to quiet that and enroll and engage the rest of your brain and use that, you begin to create new neural pathways. 
And so that you're changing, you're kind of rewiring your brain. Mm -hmm. And it's just an amazing process. And I know you do work just like I do on this type of thing. And when my clients understand this and learn to quiet that voice, to learn from it, to hear it, but to settle it and to listen to that right side, which is not just being present. So one of the things that puts you in the lower right, let me just show you something cool that I learned recently is when you want to move from that lower left or that analytical side and get more in touch, just stopping and doing something with your senses will put you into that being state. So rubbing your fingers together. Um, I call petting the palm, taking one group of fingers on one hand and rubbing it down your fingers and down into your palm. It puts you into a very calm state immediately. Mm -hmm. And so that's the sense of touch or breathing watching your breath, your chest or stomach rise and fall, puts you in touch, right? Wiggling your toes puts you into the being zone. Mm -hmm. Then when you're in that quieter space and trying to understand why that little voice is talking to you, then when you go into that knowing place and are so quiet that you can actually feel this knowing inside of you that is when the magic happens and that's what the majority of today's call is going to be or show is going to be about right yes um being in that place of magic and miracles etc that we um actually have available to us have always had available to us that are in that awareness now in this timing more than ever yeah So let's just introduce and put a teaser out here before we go into our first break. Um, So you talk to me about this new other book that you are passionate about and the concept and what the name of it is and a little bit introduction into it. Mm -hmm. It's Awakening to the Fifth Dimension and it's by Kimberly Meredith and it's the the extraordinary thing about this book is that you really get to understand that there is there is now fifth dimensional energy if you will on the planet mother earth if you will she is rising in frequency and we are rising in frequency and in doing so we're stepping from third dimension into fourth and fifth and fifth is it's not that one is higher or lower per se it's just that they radiate at faster a faster energy a higher lighter energy which provides the space for instant almost instant healing more miracles that type of thing and that really does connect marla from my point of view with Jill Bolt-Taylor's book, The Whole Brain Living, and living from more of that right side, as you talked about, that Mm -hmm. upper right side brain, where there's peace and just an instant knowing um, that is, is serving you. In other words, the connection to the soul level. And, and that's, what's exciting about all this. Yeah, and this is a neuroscientist on Joe Taylor's part saying that is the reality. And then we've got this beautiful woman, Kimberly Meredith, 
who is making it more clear on how to move into that fifth right. dimension, into that superpower, into that expansive, connected, loving, boundless kind of place. So it's, it's very exciting that these two books are kind of merging together at the same time. Um, and I really think they're game changers for many people who understand energy and understand the denseness that you're talking about at the lower level and the lightness that you feel as you move up. Yeah. I thought that was a really good um, overview. So yeah, this is very, very exciting to learn more about Kimberly's work. And I know that Brenda's, I haven't been able to get the book yet because it's on back or it's not, right. pre, you're on pre-ordering status. Brenda's a little more connected, so she's able to have it in hand. Um, but I've learned a lot. I've read as much as I could. And what she talks about the fifth dimensions is just absolutely phenomenal to me. Very exciting that we're able to take this information, begin to share it with the world. Yeah, it's, it's great and it is exciting and it's very enlightening and inspiring. And I feel like when we're in, really inspired, our hearts are opened. Yes. And our minds are more opened, and we're able to receive um, what is available to us. So it, it, when I read books like this, um, you know, I, I get really inspired and excited. Yeah, I can't put them down. Yeah. I get into books like this, and my heart just just expands, so I know exactly. So this is a good point to go to our first break. You're listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Stay tuned and we'll be right back with some great information regarding the fifth dimension. Go back to sleep. Inside us is a secret, a promise to keep. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit truehealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Tune in every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. for the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer. Learn from and be inspired by local leaders, thinkers, and problem solvers who are tackling the sustainable living questions through invention, collaboration, and hard work. This lively and thought-provoking show focuses on tangible, practical measures that we can all take to reduce our carbon footprint and rethink how we relate to the resources of our natural world. Don't forget, that's the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577. That's 425 425- 3090577 
So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you for listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. I'm talking with Brenda Michaels, and we're talking about your soul's purpose. Hey, Brenda, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Love being back. Yay. (laughs) So let's talk about Kimberly's book a little bit, because I know she talks about when you're in this, what she calls fifth dimension, or you kind of have that knowing, or you're really kind of connecting with what your sole purpose is, she talks about superpowers, right? Mm-hmm. She does. And, and maybe to give our listening audience, a book is coming out this month. It's not out yet. It's coming out this month. Um, but maybe since I do have the book, uh, I have read it, I can just give a quick, quick overview of what she explains the fifth dimension to be. I would love that. Thank you. Since I haven't been able to read it yet. I know. Um, The fifth dimension is pure love, pure light, unconditional forgiveness, unconditional acceptance, instant manifestation, unlimited possibilities, beyond time and space, the God vibration, expansion, healing, ascension, oneness, interconnectedness, and even more. And more are the miracles and the magic that she talks about when you're living in fifth dimension. And I think it's probably good to let your listeners know that we're all on this path, however... If we choose it, because our power is in our power to choose, you know, we, we, we rarely understand that moment to moment we're making choices, either subconsciously or consciously. So if we're making a conscious choice here to step into the fifth, to embrace that new energy, to live from it, she Stated, and I and I believe it's so with anything. It's really a commitment that you make. Yeah. You make a commitment to step into that energy. And when you do, the energy is already here. It's already available. When you make that commitment to live in that energy, and she talks about it from emotional and, and the mind and the body, diet, all of it, toward the end of the book, it's really... Um, she really does give a step-by-step process here on what it really means to make that commitment and live there. And then, that said, everyone is on that trajectory on some level, but the more consciously we choose it, the more grace and ease there, there is in that process in our life. 
um, right. is what I glean from it. And when we consciously choose it and commit to it, it, it happens rather quickly. And everybody's on that trajectory, and we're all going to go at our own pace. And that's kind of, Marla, where the soul comes in. Mm-hmm. The soul is directing it, directing our spiritual unfolding. And so it's not like you read a book like this and you think, okay, I'm committed to this and I have to be all of this and it has to unfold all at once. For some people it might, but to understand that this is a process and it's a gentle, beautiful, powerful process that you can choose and commit to, but your soul knows its own path and growth and to accept that wherever you're at is right where you need to be. Right where you need to be. And here's the important part of that that ties back to the last conversation on whole brain is when you can quiet your body and listen to it, mm-hmm. you have a better opportunity to move towards that soul purpose than when you're listening always to that voice in your head yes. and getting stressed or overwhelmed. And both our stories, our life stories, our journeys, we've come a long way to get where we're at. Our yes. early lives were full of stress and yours was different than mine, but each of us had things that we went through and each part of our life is part of our story and what's leading us towards this path of soul purpose, towards this path of moving into the fifth dimension and wanting to be there and understanding how powerful it is compared to living in a life of illness or stress or ab- abandonment or whatever it might be, unhappiness. Yeah. And so learning to move into this amazing place that you're talking about um, is a process, like you yeah. said. And some people are going to be where you and I were years ago at the very beginning. And some people who have done a lot of self-work and self-growth and are good at getting into a calm state, a being state, the being zone, as I call it, are going to maybe move towards that a little quicker, but everybody can do it. And sometimes it's pretty instantaneous Mm -hmm. if the timing is right. And that's meant to be Mm -hmm. right. And, And you know, Marla, the one thing that, um, And I I was thinking about this yesterday, putting some thought and sort of um, really spending a little time with it, is the stress part of people's lives. And when she said here that, you know, acceptance, unconditional of, you know, acceptance, to me that's where the stress is manufactured because stress isn't really real. It's something we manufacture, and we do it through our non-acceptance of what is, our resistance to what is. That creates stress. Correct. Um, And so when when she talked about the unconditional acceptance of where you're at, whatever you are, you know, whatever your life is unfolding, whatever's unfolding for you in this moment, whatever's unfolding in the world. And it's not that we don't strive to make things better or to heal what is out of balance, but it is our acceptance of what is, meaning we bring it to peace, and then we can shift it or change it. And when we bring it to peace, we're already beginning to shift it and change it. Just that process and awareness of it. I think the important thing to state here, though, because I'm a person who came from a stress-filled life, 
is when you're running a thousand miles an hour, balancing and juggling so much and in a high stress state, it's hard to even fathom what you and I are talking about. It's hard to even listen and slow down enough to hear the message. And so really it, it starts all in a step back of realizing that it's that voice in your head is not the real you that is putting you and keeping you in this stress state. And when you learn to do like I have my five daily being steps or have a daily practice or do things that put you in the calm zone, that is where you're going to start to be able to open up and understand this and begin to apply and recognize it in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It sort of goes back for me. Um, to what we were talking about with Jill Bowles Taylor's book, The Whole Brain Living. If I'm pushing myself and I'm overly busy, and, and I, I think I mentioned this earlier, our power is in our power to choose. And when I get in that state, I really have to stop everything and take a step back and really ask myself, Number one, what am I pushing? You know, why am I pushing hard? What am I resisting? It's usually resistance that pushes mm-hmm. us. What am I trying to make different or perfect or this or that? What am I not seeing what is right in front of me so I can come to peace with it and get quiet and get in that higher dimension, if you will, that right brain? Mm-hmm. To find the answers, the solutions come to me instead of trying to make something happen or make a, you know find a solution. It, it's already there. Right. It's that I've obscured it through the choice of being too busy, trying to get too much done. What am I trying to prove? To whom am I trying to prove it to? Those are the kind of things I've learned to step back and question in my life now and it really brings me back to center because i practice so much and that is back to that creating a new neural pathway so to speak mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and i want to mention something that the way you described it when you feel like you're pushing in life this is basic science when you push it's going to push back right and so that's that resistance that's that voice in the head and, yes. and getting caught up in the you're, you're in a push mode which works against you when you get into that being zone and you can be calm and you understand and get in that lower left and upper right brain and you're in that calm place, you're actually in what I call an allowing state, right? Which is where you get into the knowing and the understanding and the connection. And it's extremely powerful. So I love that you were talking about pushing back because I'm going, oh my, that just leads right into that, right? Yes, yes, and it leads back to the soul. You can almost almost think of that right brain, higher center, as soul, if you will, soul-directed. Yeah. And so when I'm not soul-directed, I'm back into those left brain behaviors, if you will, thinking, Mm doing all the time and and then when I stop to really ask myself you know why am I driving this what am I trying to prove who am I trying to please if I ask myself those questions and it brings me right back to center and I breathe I'm back now in that right brain or that soul centered place and that's what fifth dimension is fifth dimension is 
soul-directed. And I absolutely love that because you and I live our lives in that space. Now, we just never always had the words right. or saw it as a fifth dimension. And this just kind of opens up new doors, new understanding, new uh, information that actually takes us to a higher level. Yeah. And, and I so agree with you, you know, that right upper brain is soul, mm-hmm. is and she has names for all of hers. I've named, and this is back to whole brain living. I've renamed mine to what resonates with me. Right. And when you learn to use your whole brain and, you know, appreciate what the left brings, because it brings a lot of logic and, uh, and information from the past. But when you're employing your right brain all the way up to so purpose, your life does become more mystical, more magical, more exciting so she shares i think some of the examples of some of the things that have happened as people move towards this soul purpose move towards this fifth dimension um does she include some of that in her book i'm guessing she does oh yes 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 and and you she had a couple of two or three near-death experiences and one of the questions that was asked is do we have to have a near-death experience to move into fifth dimension and and of course we do not we do, you know, it, it appears in third-dimensional living that we really grow the most and open up the most when, a, if you will, a tragedy hits, mm-hmm. when we really have to contemplate our life. That yeah. seems to be the most motivating factor for people to shift and change. Well, that's what changed your life, and that's what changed my life, right? Absolutely. And I'm reading a book now that talks about, which is so fascinating, um, he did a study of prisoners of war and prisoners in prison. And I was really um, amazed that when when he talked about the studies he did and the percentage of people that wake up, prisoners of war, there are more people that have been in prisons and encampments in a wartime that have awakened mm. than just about any other thing other than maybe, you know, disease or near death. But it was yeah. very fascinating. And also prisoners, particularly when they're put in solitary confinement. They get that awakening? Yes. Well, this brings me back and reminds me of Viktor Frankl, which was some of my yeah. early learnings in yeah. this whole concept of... Um, connecting with yourself and you know it's he he was in a concentration camp and eating food with bugs and horrible things in it right right he went beyond where he was and saw himself beyond that he was operating in in a whole different place yeah and it was what's it called the meaning man i can't think of the name of the book man to find means meaning in meaning book yes uh yeah yeah. Uh, anyway, wow. And, and what's but what's interesting about the energies available today, and what the point she was making, we don't have to go through that, those experiences to awaken now, that power to choose, to be connected at a soul level, to be soul directed, yeah. to begin to experience more acceptance and peace and love and forgiveness in our lives gratitude, deep gratitude. Those are the very values that are intrinsic to the soul that bring us 
right that will with enough practice you're actually living more in that new energy if you will that that higher frequency than you are in the old and for a long time will and she said this is actually going to happen fairly rapidly in the next two to three decades more and more people a lot more are going to be stepping into that dimension Um, right uh, you know that it's going to be it can be a much more graceful transition if you will and and you know i have friends um and even clients who have not had to go down right who have not had to have the tragic or the horrible stuff happen to be able to kind of start to live in this space one of my dear friends dana reminds me of a person who lives in this beautiful space of she kind of has a knowing but she's always grateful she's always appreciative she finds the good in everyone and everything and she lives with just a grace that uh, that's why I'm drawn to her. Yeah. That's why I love to have her as a friend because she just exudes such beautiful energy. And I'm really proud to call her my friend, just like you, you exude that energy. And it's just a joy to be around this lightness of energy that people have. And I see it um, in people that have not gone through the tragedies that you and I have been through. So you're right. I agree with her. Well, it's time for our next break. So you are listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio and, of course, Brenda Michaels. So don't go away because we're going to return with much more in the last portion of the show. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather around the fire. Together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep your eye on. Our Energy Matters Tip of the Week with Dina Marie. Focus, focus, focus. What are you focusing on? Are you playing memories from the past, thinking about the future, getting anxious, maybe worrying? I call it praying backwards. Spending time in your mind that's not in the present moment will not benefit you ever. (laughs) So what you want to do take a couple deep breaths when things are starting to feel not so good in your body the thoughts you're thinking and either count your blessings think about where you're at right now like sometimes I say I'm holding the steering wheel I'm driving down the road I'm walking down the road I'm doing this but you have to stay in the present moment that is where the power is so take time to focus on this the beauty of this world and the things that are working in your life and your energy will change and you'll lift your spirits That's Our Energy Matters Tip of the Week with Dina Marie. Do you feel stressed, exhausted, or burned out? Would you like to identify your unique warning signs and know what to do? Are you ready to learn how to calm your system and increase your energy so you are healthier, happier, and more productive? Learn from an expert. I transform my life from burnout to bliss, and you can too. Go to MarlaWilliams.net. Click on Learn and sign up for my Burnout Prevention Formula course and move from burnout to bliss in just six weeks or less. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening.
No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Give me back tomorrow Taking all that I can stand Throw the weight of the world From the palm of your hand Gather round the fire Together we will rise Welcome back to Love Living Life with Marla Williams on Lift Your Spirits Radio. This morning, I am discussing soul purpose with the beautiful Brenda Michaels. Welcome back, Brenda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And can I just mention to to your listeners that we do a a radio show as well, and it's called Conscious Talk Radio, uh, and we're on from 7 to 8 a.m. on KKNW Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And our website is ConsciousTalk.net. Thank you for sharing that because I should have done that all along. And oh, Conscious Talk, fine. what Brenda, <laughs> Brenda and her, <laughs> yeah, Brenda and her co-host Rob have amazing guests on their show. It's really a show that I recommend highly to a lot of people because they're reading the latest and the greatest in books, and they're interviewing these people and just having fascinating conversations. And I believe an upcoming show is actually going to be an interview with um, Meredith. Yeah, Kimberly Meredith. Kimberly Meredith, who we're talking about today, right? Yeah, next Tuesday, the 9th of November, 7 to 8 a.m., um, you can hear her interview, fascinating interview. And the book is coming out this month, so stay tuned for that because you'll be able to pick that book up. And on our site, you can just press on the title of the book, and it takes you right to Amazon.com where you can purchase it. Yeah, and you can do go ahead and do a pre-order like I have. So. Yeah. Um, you know, what we've been talking about, in a sense, and before we move right back into the book and the sole purpose is coherence. Yeah. Even with the four brains, when you're in coherence and they're all working together and your body is aligned with your brain and it's all working together and you're in this coherent space, not only in your brain and your mind, but throughout your whole body, that's when you're able to, I believe, begin to move into that fifth dimension, right? Yes, absolutely. You know, we're always, the body, I believe, the body's always striving for balance. Mm -hmm. And once we're in balance, then everything works together. And she talks about the four quadrants of the brain balancing, balancing all of those, respect each quadrant, they are, they're there for a really great purpose. And we, in order for us to be in this human experience, we need all of that. There, there are no accidents there that that was all set up for us. Yes. To use. Yes. In yes. Use, but to use it in what I call, what's, I call it right thinking or right feeling. In other words, not that there's a wrong, but when I'm in right thinking and feeling, I'm in soul. And when I'm in soul, I am soul-directed. When I'm soul-directed, my life just unfolds like a beautiful flower unfolds. Yes. And there's no, yes. there's no competing, striving for more, bigger, better, none of that. I'm in a very, very peaceful place, but I'm in a piece of total acceptance and that's that fifth dimensional if you will energy now do i live there all the time hell no <laughs> do i wish i did hell yes 
<laughs> do, I, do I practice? You bet. Yeah. And, and it's really that. I am committed to it. It is that practice piece. Um, and, and to be kind and compassionate with ourselves. Yeah. Because it's a process I, like anything I have else. To, I have to say, you described that so beautifully. My heart was singing because it's so similar to how I feel when I'm in that space. Um, but I'm probably more like floating on clouds and up in this mm -hmm. upper place, but you do, you just feel so at peace and it's not about competition or being better than someone else. Our world is so competitive and yeah. so driven and there's so much conflict and things going on that when you stop to not focus on those things, but stop to focus on balance and connecting with yourself your life changes right in front of you, no matter what's going on around you. Right. Yeah, you're so in fascinating, that place. Marla. We yeah. actually, you know, and I, I know you know this, we said it for years, you create your own reality. Mm -hmm. The world around you is doing what it does. But what is, what is your world doing? What is happening in your world? Right. The world that you are choosing to create moment to moment. And, and Let's talk about that for a minute, because I think most people have a really hard time believing that they have a choice. Yeah. This happened to me. Life is happening to me. Yeah. Stress is happening to me. It's all out external. Yes. But when you start to study this stuff and learn this stuff, you begin to understand it's internal. Yes. That it, it comes from within and you do have choices, but when you can't have that constant stuff coming at you and situations and et cetera, it doesn't matter if you get in an accident. It doesn't matter if, you know, whatever happens in your life at all, I believe, and people hate this word is that it happens for a reason. Right. You're yeah. To learn from it. And people hate it when I say that, uh, not all, but many people I have found are really get offended by that statement. But when you live from an internal place, from a connected place, from a heart-based, heart-coherent, brain-coherent space, feeling connected with something greater, you will learn to understand exactly what we're saying here Yes, and exactly what we need. You know, and one thing um, Kimberly Meredith talks a little bit about in the book, well, she talks about ascension, and I mentioned it is one of the, the gifts of fifth-dimensional energies. And... She, you know, we think of it, a lot of people think of it as la la, all love and light. Mm -hmm. Well, we, when we stand in, in what I call right mind, or for me, it's, you know, my soul-driven presence, God presence, um, it involves us standing up for um, truth. And so if there's abuse yeah. or, you know that type of thing. She talks about it in the book. She said the ascension into this energy involves calling people out on abuse, mm. identifying abuse, correcting abuse, letting go of abuse. And that one really stuck with me, letting go of abuse. Right. Because we don't realize how in just our everyday lives, Marla, how we abuse ourselves ourselves how we don't and, take exquisite mm -hmm. care of ourselves right because remember the universe is a reflection of our emotional and thinking being so right. what 
what we're putting out there even to ourselves is what is getting reflected back and this, i don't know about you but this is a hard one for for my clients to really grasp that the better care you take of yourself the more you say yes to yourself the more that's reflected in your life yes you are correct absolutely it's almost like you are stepping out of a place where your energy, which might have felt drained or negative or whatever, when you physically, mentally, emotionally start to feel better because of things you're doing in self-care, self-love, whether it's doing your gratefuls or doing eating the right foods or doing your exercise or whatever that is to each person and everybody is different. When you are doing that self-love, that self-care stuff, that is when you begin to create that new being, that new place. And it's so much easier to get into balance with all parts of your mind, body, spirit, and soul Yes. when you're doing that. Yes. You know, abuse can't happen on the planet if we aren't entertaining it and indulging it on some level. Right. Or accepting it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's not like we have to punish anybody because right. punishment really does not work. Get that third-dimensional fear structure. Yeah. You do something wrong, you get punished. Right. That does not work, and that you can't take your baggage, so to speak, into, and she says in the book, you cannot take your old beliefs that do not serve you or anyone else, your old thoughts, any of your emotional baggage with you into this dimensional energy. Right. It's left behind because there's no, there's no spot for it there. Right. Because you're operating at a whole different level. Yes. Yeah. So instead of punishing, we help to help people to understand and we listen and we respect where they're coming from but we do not indulge it and we do not give permission to it we don't say yes to it and overall in this in third dimensional reality we have said yes to some terrible things Mm -hmm. you know part of that yeah part of that i believe so it's going to go back to the feeling of that energy in your body when you're you self-care and doing all the gratefuls and doing the things that take care of you your body feels more energetic and better. But when you're in a sense, kind of punishing yourself by beating yourself up for certain things, or even watching the news, which is extremely draining, you're becoming heavier, more dense. You're, and you're draining the good energy, the lightness out of you by doing things that upset you, disturb you. And by nature, you know, in the news, if it bleeds, it leads so yeah. just watching the news is usually the most horrific things out there yep. and it's extremely draining. I have not watched the news since like 2008. Yeah. I watch it because every time I watch it, I just feel my heart sink. I yeah. feel my soul feel sad. Yeah. And so what you feed into your life, what you allow in your life, um, whether it's listening to depressing things, watching violence on TV, watching the news, that's all draining. But when you start to do all the things that lift you up from reading books that pick you up to spending time with people with great energy, like my friend Dana or, or like Brenda, all of those things, listening to great radio shows like Conscious Talk Radio, 
all those things pick you up, yeah. right? They yeah. put you in that higher frequency, which leads you to that higher dimension and soul purpose. Yes, and one of the things I've gotten into, Marla, and I've used it as a practice, and it's not been easy, and I'm not, this isn't about perfection. This is about that intention for yeah. a higher level of love to be present and grace is to not resist or judge or criticize what is happening in the world when you don't agree with it, including abuse. And the reason I'm saying that is the more that we resist it and judge it, we feed it the very energy that keeps it alive. You are but so if we right. Bless it and ask forgiveness for not being, um, you know, not standing up in the love and light and forgiveness for those people and bless them and, and send as much loving energy to it that you can. That's how you transform it. Yeah. Yeah. It's that collectiveness and people don't realize, but within the energy world that we're talking about, energy is felt when you walk into a room, you can feel someone who's negative or judgmental. Yeah. Um, and so this doing what you're doing and blessing and forgiving and just seeing everyone as beautiful beings, because all of us were born beautiful beings. We've just all ended up in different places from that yeah. voice in our head. And it's not a conscious decision per se. It's, it's kind of programmed. Right. And when you begin to do the work that we do, you begin to live in that higher dimension. You begin to live in that, that higher place. Yes. And we feel our feelings. We feel the pain when yeah. someone, if an animal is abused or a child or a person, we feel the pain. It's not that we are not feeling our feelings. We do need to feel our feelings and have the pain and, and accept it and give it space in our lives. But we also can help transform that energy with our loving, forgiving grace. Right, right. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful concept is that loving grace. If that was coming and a part of every person's life, which I believe we're moving more towards that, a transformation towards that type yes. of life, that type of world, uh, the world would be a much better place. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, it'll be the fifth dimension eventually. Exactly. So I'm excited about this book. I am so thrilled you were on the show with me, Brenda. I I am always learning from you. I so appreciate you. You live, you walk your talk. You've you've learned lessons all the way along and are just getting more beautiful and more graceful with every waking moment. And I so appreciate you. Well, so, I appreciate you too, Marla. I truly, um, you know, you live in that same space and we have so many wonderful things that are unfolding and, and we're in service to helping other people to feel that way. Thank yeah. you. So if you want to find more about Brenda Michaels and her co-host Rob on Conscious Talk Radio, it's on KKNW, but they also have a website, ConsciousTalk.net. Yes, ConsciousTalk.net. Okay. And you can find me at MarlaWilliams.net. So we thank everyone for being here today, listening, and we hope that you can find your way towards your soul purpose. Thank you for listening to Love Living Life with Marla Williams and Brenda Michaels on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Join me on the first Friday of next month where I will have another exciting guest 
to share with all of you. Have an absolutely wonderful day. Science is a secret.